Section 4 of Library of the World's Best Mystery and Detective Stories, Volume 6. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Library of the World's Best Mystery and Detective Stories, Volume 6, by Julian Hawthorne, Editor. Section 4. The Cheerful Workman, from the Arabic. It is mentioned in the celebrated Arabic work entitled The Mirror of the Age that one of the caliphs of the house of Abbas, Mutasid Balah, besides being a very brave and courageous person, was also possessed of keen observation and the faculty of knowing men by their physiognomy. One day, as he was inspecting the erection of a palace on the banks of the Tigris, which he was wont to do once a week and encourage the builders with presents and other acts of favor, he observed that each of the men, employed carrying stones to the edifice, bore but one at a time, and that with great gravity and slowness. Among them, however, he perceived one, with black hands and dark complexion, who invariably lifted two at a time, put them on his back, and with evident joy and elasticity carried them from the wharf to the masons. On seeing this, the caliph pointed him out to Hussein one of his attendants, and asked the cause of this man's unnatural gaiety. The attendant answered that the caliph was more competent to form an opinion of the case than himself. The caliph then added that the man was probably possessed of a large sum of money, and was therefore happy from the consciousness of his wealth, or that he was a thief, who had only sought employment among the workmen for the purpose of concealment. "'I do not like his appearance,' continued the prince of the faithful. Have him brought into my presence. So, when the man was come, the caliph asked him what his occupation was, and he answered that he was a common laborer. Have you any money laid by? demanded the caliph. None, replied the man. Tell me the truth, again asked the caliph, repeating the question, and again the man answered in the negative. Then the caliph ordered an officer to strike the man, which being done, he immediately cried out for pity and pardon. "'Speak the truth,' said the officer, "'or the caliph will punish you as long as you live.' So the man avowed that his trade was that of a tile-maker, and one day he added, "'When I had prepared my kiln and lit the fire, a man approached me, mounted on an ass, who, dismounting before my kiln, let the ass go, and beginning to undress himself, took from around his waist a girdle, which he placed by his side, and began fleeing himself. I, seeing that the man was quite alone, caught him, and throwing him into the furnace of my kiln, closed it down. I then took his girdle, and after killing the ass, threw it also into the fire. See, here is the girdle. The caliph took it, and on examining it, found it contained some thousands of gold pieces, and moreover had its owner's name written upon it. On this discovery the caliph sent criers out, to ask in the streets whether any family had lost a member, or a friend, and if so to come before him. Soon an aged woman approached and exclaimed, "'My son left me with some thousands of gold pieces, with which to buy merchandise.' and is lost. They showed her the girdle, which she immediately recognized as her son's, 
and said that it had his name upon it. The caliph now gave the girdle into the old woman's hands, saying, See before you the murderer of your son. She demanded the right of retaliation, and the man was forthwith hung upon the door of him whom he had murdered. All the world admired the caliph's sagacity and commended his justice. End of section 4 Recording by Katie Riley March 2011